Hey there, Blessed Mama. We are here to help you, the working mom, manage your personal and professional life without losing your mind. This is a podcast for you. I'm Blair Critch, and I went from a teacher to a stay-at-home to a seven-figure online business owner. And listen, that didn't happen overnight. It happened after we actually hit rock bottom. Bankruptcy that shook us. Then to find out my husband had an addiction problem, I decided that day I would grow and learn how to build a flexible business of freedom. Now today, I'm passionate about teaching other women the exact same thing through systems and strategies full of faith, fun, and drive. What is up? I am Kelly Hoover, retired corporate pharmaceutical rep to network marketing millionaire and small business owner. After recovering from a brain tumor, I knew I wanted to go after my dreams and make life happen. You know, quit waiting around for the perfect time. So I learned social media and how to master my time, and then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. Welcome to today's podcast for Blessed Mama Bosses. I am Blair Critch, and today I get to interview one of my sweet friends, Stephanie Britt, who is a tough love life coach. So hold on, get excited, because in this episode today, you're going to learn all about the one thing that will steal your joy. Maybe you're even doing it right now, and if you are ready to stop stealing your own joy, this is the episode for you. You're going to be so excited by what we share with you today, because because the comparison is a thief, thief of all joy. How many times have you heard that quote before? Let us know. It's actually by Mark Twain, and it's been changed up a little bit. But his true quote was, comparison is the death of joy. So if you're joining us today and you you find yourself battling with comparison, I call it in my house with my children, comparisitis. That's what we call it. Like when my kids will be like, well, so-and-so got to do this, right? Well, guess what? We continue that on into our adult age and it not only affects our business, but it affects our family life. It can affect your marriage. It can affect your relationship with your children. It can affect your relationships with so many people, including yourself. And so with the new year starting, with our new mindsets and the things that we want to achieve this year, one of the things we need to remember is to stop stealing our own joy. And so I'm excited to have my friend Stephanie on here today. Let me brag on her really quick before we bring her on. Stephanie Britt is a tough love life coach. She's been certified through the life coach school. And I'm mentioning that because uh, let's be honest, a lot of people love to call themselves life coach. Uh, People have even referenced me as a life coach before, but I've never been through formal training. And Stephanie has. She poured her heart and her soul into this over the last year. And now she uses these methods that she's learned for many trainings that she's learned throughout her practice. Not only do I feel like her life coaching has helped her, but she used to own a coffee shop. And I know that because we're friends. And I feel like that started this journey of where she is today because she is so focused on mindset to overcome lifelong patterns and obstacles that will arise in business and goal setting, as well as relationships, and especially your relationship with yourself, which is what we're talking all about today. She teaches her clients how to implement all the brilliance they already know, even if they've forgotten it, and empowers them to confidently become the best version of themselves, full of self-love, 
confidence and trust in your decision-making. Doesn't that sound awesome? So stay tuned. We're going to be talking all about comparison today. And at the very end of the episode, we'll make sure we get you all the details on how to find Stephanie and how to follow her along her life coaching journey. And if you want to get in touch with her personally and work on some things, you'll be able to do that as well. So Stephanie, I'm super excited to talk with you today. Thanks so much for coming onto our podcast. Thanks so much for inviting me. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, for those of you who don't follow Stephanie, she's pretty freaking amazing. And you know, most of you that know me know I don't normally curse, but if I was ever going to say that somebody was a badass, it would be Stephanie. Like the first time I met her, I was so intimidated by her. She has like tattoos all over her. She has this gorgeous long uh, black hair. She has this like kick butt body. And I remember the first time I met her, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. And I thought she was going to be like this super tough person. And really she is the most caring, amazing and kind hearted woman. And Ryan and I have actually gotten the pleasure of getting to know Stephanie and her husband, Jeff, a little bit better and watch them this year as they have literally unfolded their, um, whole, like, I guess it's like your vision for your life. It's like, it actually came true this year. And it's been so cool to watch that. So Thank you for sharing with our amazing audience today. And we have a lot of women who listen in who are entrepreneurs or have careers and they're mamas and they're trying to do it all. And I know that comparison has always been the number one thing that steals joy away from myself. I don't even realize sometimes when I'm doing it. And I definitely notice it though, when other people do it. And then that usually makes me self-reflect on myself. Like, oh, I think I just said the exact same thing yesterday. So I'm going to start off with, why do you think we use comparison so often? First of all, thanks for all those nice words, Blair. That's super nice. Um, oh, but true. comparison, we, what I find with my clients is we often use comparison so we don't have to act or take responsibility for our own lives. We compare ourselves to others and we tell ourselves the stories that we can't do what so-and-so did because of dot, 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 whatever. And we perpetuate a victim mentality with comparison to others as if our experience was worse. Otherwise we could do whatever we're comparing ourselves to somebody else and that they've accomplished. And we also compare ourselves so we don't have to try and learn to fail and grow or to feel the discomfort of our emotions, which is basically a fear of trying something new. And comparison is often an act of emotional childhood, which is not taking responsibility for how we feel about certain things. And then we react, act out, or avoid our emotions. Um, Emotional childhood feels a lot like it's entitled to something that hasn't been earned by ourselves. And in comparison, we're trying to eradicate, I guess, our own responsibility for accomplishing our goals. The goal is, is literally, it's emotional adult, adulthood, and that allows us to take responsibility for our pain, but that also allows us to take responsibility and ownership of all the joy that we create in our own lives. Um, it allows us to appreciate that we're the only ones who can hurt our own feelings and that we do so with our own thoughts. Um, that was powerful. And it's, Hold on. I got to, you have to re say that one. We are the only ones that can hurt our own feelings. Is that what you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. else has the power to make us think anything. And wow. if we think 
it is our own thoughts. We create them about certain cir- circumstances or situations in the world, and they're neutral until we have a thought about them. And one of the things I, this is like my, if you're going to ever quote anything I say is, you are not your thoughts. You are the creator of your thoughts. And just because you have a thought does not mean it's true. Wow. And so that's the cool thing about journaling or, and I mean, anything you've talked about, journaling or thought downloads is if you're writing down your thoughts, you realize that you're the ones who created them. But you can also see it and decide whether you want to believe it's a truth for you or you want to challenge that belief and that thought. Comparison is actually just accepting that things are exactly how you tell yourselves they are. And it takes away your power to make the changes in your life that you really want. That's really powerful because when you're, when you're talking about that, I'm thinking about, um, I'll take two different situations, right? So one is quite often in the network marketing, direct sales industry, you hear people say, well, that person got in at the very beginning that person has a better um, network of friends, that person X, Y, Z, right? Like I hear it every single month from somebody. And um, those are just excuses that we tell ourselves. And so it's interesting that you say like that we have control, that we're choosing to make that a reality for ourselves instead of choosing not to, because I have seen people that have come into the industry in a company like, let's use Amway for an example. Amway has been around for, I don't know, however many years, but I know over 25 because I had friends when I was a kid whose parents were doing it. And there are people that come into that company now and become millionaires. It's not just the people in the beginning. It's people who choose to go in and work it. So I feel like that is such a great example of what you just said. And then as a mom, like how often as a mom, do we compare ourselves to other moms, right? And expecting ourselves to be somebody we're not. And, and we're the one that puts that emotional charge on it. Like that somehow what that mom's doing is the right way. And somehow what we're doing is the wrong way. Like we chose to believe that that mom might not even think that. So that was really powerful. What you said, how do you, how do you help your clients get out of that comparison moment? Like when you find yourself doing that, I know you said journaling, but what else? If I'm working one-on-one with a client, the first thing I do is I help them try and realize what the circumstances or the situation is that has started the whole thought spiral of comparison. And the circumstances and situations are always neutral. It's you, you take away the adjectives and adverbs. You stop the story about something that's occurred. Like somebody hits a goal that you are running for and you feel the envy and comparison, but you have a thought about it because the circumstances, somebody hit a goal and that's absolutely neutral to us personally. And we have these thoughts about it that create the feelings of envy and comparison and the I wish feeling and all that. And once you neutralize the circumstance, you can actually start to analyze your thoughts. You can separate your thoughts from that story. And then you can take ownership and responsibility of the thoughts you're telling yourself. Because that other person's win has absolutely not one single thing to do with you. It never has. It never will. It doesn't impact you. Sometimes it might inspire you. But if you're beating yourself up because of somebody else's win, it's simply because you're allowing the thoughts in your own head to make you feel bad. You're thinking it has anything to do with you when it absolutely doesn't. That's powerful because when you said entitled earlier, I was thinking 
we, we just did, we actually just recorded a podcast, Kelly and I, um, for Friday, January 8th, about letting your kids fail. And one of the reasons why we said it's important to let your kids fail, and I think this is important for us too as adults, is because it will give you a sense of entitlement. If you've never learned how to fail and walk through the failure to reach your next success, then you don't learn how to take ownership over things and therefore you'll be an entitled person, which is like, I know all mamas out there, like I don't wanna have entitled children, but so often I think that we are developing that, that kind of relationship for our kids and even for ourselves, if we take that moment to self-reflect. So how do you, like, how do you take the charge out of that moment? Or how do you take that moment where you feel that? Like, is there, is there something, a quick little tip you can give us or something we can do? Because in that moment, they could completely turn it around, right? The moment of failure? The moment of failure or the moment where they feel themselves comparing and decide that that isn't possible for them. They're kind when of two the, different when things, When we decide right? that Sorry. something, when, when we decide something isn't possible for us, we're failing ahead of time, basically. We're quitting on ourselves. We've given up all hope for anything else in us. And it really is, to, to live in that fearful mindset is so detrimental to creating anything about the life of your dreams or the possibility or anything else. Um, feeling failure ahead of time is quitting on yourself. And the cool thing about failure and teaching our kids and to getting past that sense of entitlement and everything else is it, it, it allows us to see failure as a lesson or preparation and a learning experience that's going to get us closer and closer to our goals. Like if we could begin to embrace our failures as if they were stepping stones. I mean, like literally a failure, it's not a big deal. It doesn't define us and say anything about us ever. Even if it's a huge failure, your million dollar company that goes broke, all it means is you tried something that didn't work and you get to try something different. It doesn't define us. It doesn't, it doesn't limit us, but we have this fear that it is going to break us down. And that's a story we tell ourselves. Again, it's something we don't have to. We can say it's a different part of our story. We can define it in a different way. Comparing ourselves to ourselves or to potential failure, it leaves us discouraged or filled with regret. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And what about, I know that for us, comparison to others is probably the one that we think of the most, right? It's like when you're thinking about comparison, stealing your joy, you think about comparing yourself to other moms or your friends or coworkers or other entrepreneurs. But what about comparing yourself to your past self? I know that's something that you talk about. So maybe share with our audience a little bit about why that is so bad for you to do to yourself. Well, well, you aren't going to, if you're comparing yourself with your past and you're doing the same things, you think that you can create this new win, this new goal that you've never accomplished before, but you're using experiences and lessons from your past to do it. I can promise you the only possible result of using the tools that you've learned and trying the same things over again is the same result as before. You can't hit a new goal from old patterns. You'll only repeat what you've done before. Using our past wins as a story of what is possible to learn and do and grow from is awesome, but you don't want to base your future on your past wins. It's like the high school athlete who keeps going to the gym working out and he's 50 now, he's never going to have the body or the strength or the power of his 18 year old self. 
if he's using that high school win, say on the football team or whatever, as his defining moment, he's, he's limiting himself in his capability. He'll never be able to be that person ever again. And so you have to set goals and hope for your own compare. I mean, you can compare yourself to your future self, which is the vision you define by what you're capable of accomplishing and trying and learning. But it's going to take a lot of failure to get there. And embracing that failure is actually the beauty of our lives. It's how our relationships grow and get deeper. You fail in conversation, but you learn how to communicate better. You try something to grow your business that works a little bit, but not as much as you want. You try something new, but that's not from your past. It's not from somebody else's story either. It's from your very own story. It's comparing yourself with your future potential. Looking forward. I love that. That is very powerful. I hope you guys are taking great notes on this. And what, so when you're talking about Stephanie, about not comparing yourself to the old, you know, not using the old tools that you've used when you're trying to move forward and do new things. So that is so relatable to me because I know that when I first started with the business that I'm with currently six years ago, I left another network marketing business to join this one. And I said to myself, like, I'm not going to be the exact same person I was like, I'm not going to start my team the same. And I literally sat down and I wrote down, like, what do I want my team to look like? How do I want them to behave? What are the goals that I want to see happen? What do I personally want to do? And before that, I really wasn't super into personal development. I maybe read like one book a year. And so one of the things I realized was I needed to start learning and growing about how to be a better leader, how to be a better communicator, how to be better at sales. And so I started reading a book a month because I always heard leaders are readers. And I was like, well, maybe this will help me. And I've continued that for the last six years. And I've seen huge, amazing things happen with my business. And I truly believe it's because I didn't go into it the same way as all the other ones that I had been in the past, even though some of those have been great and very successful they, I was just a different person and I knew I had to do something differently. So do you have any, like, maybe like uh, two steps or one step that they should do today as they're listening to this? And, you know, if you're driving, don't do this right now, when you get home, like, is there something, open up their journal, something, a question they should ask themselves or something they should jot down to be able to kind of work through this? There's so many great questions, but one of the best ones is how can you be an example of what's possible for tomorrow for yourself. And, and it's looking at your, I mean, you look at yourself, your reflection in the mirror and you know, you're hopefully you can look in the mirror and say, I'm good where I am today, but I want this to be better or that to be better or whatever. And it's not in comparison with anybody else. For one thing, you don't know their story. You don't know what goes on in their mind and it's none of your dang business. The only thing that matters is what you're thinking about yourself. And if you can look in the mirror and ask yourself, what can I do to not only make this fill in the blank possible, but to make it true. And a lot of times that'll bring up obstacles that will come up, but the beauty of knowing the obstacles that might come up that might make you feel some failure. You'll also be able to come up with strategies. So you're rewriting a whole new story for yourself and you are the, no longer entitled to a win. You're creating the possibility and the inevitability of your own win and what's possible for yourself. It's no longer comparing yourself to anyone except yourself. 
from a positive perspective and with acceptance and love. I don't know <laughs> if I answered your question about what a good question would be, but well, ask if, yourself what is possible. I love that one. What is possible? So if you guys were listening today and you know that you want to get to the next level, you know that you there's something that you need to work on. Like we all know that feeling. We're like, oh, I know that's that's where I need to get better or be kinder to myself or grow, then I want you to go find Stephanie and reach out to her. So Stephanie, where can they find you? On Facebook, I'm Stephanie Lake Britt. On Instagram, I think I'm the Tough Love Life Coach on Instagram. I'm not on there a whole lot. So cute. And then my website is stephanielakebritt.com. Okay, we'll put all of that in the show notes today so that you guys can check her out. Go follow Stephanie see what's going on and reach out to her if that's something that you want to do. I mean, the great thing about working with a life coach is it's virtual. And so you get to do it from your own home and you don't have to travel anywhere. And uh, no matter what subject it is that you want to work on, you will grow from it. I mean, Stephanie and I were talking for 10 minutes before we started recording this podcast and she already helped me with something just because of the way I said it. And if you guys follow me, you know that I'm trying really hard all the time. This is not a new thing for me. I want to make sure I use the right verbiage. I feel like I owe it to myself and to all the people that follow me, including my family, my friends, my uh, teammates, and anybody else who follows along on my journey to make sure that I'm using the right language, the, the language that's going to bring abundance and prosperity and health and happiness and actually help me live out what God wants for me. Because he is very clear in the Bible that he made us perfectly in his image. And if that's true, then we have to stop being so darn mean to ourselves. So stop losing your joy. Stop comparing yourself to others. Get out there and meet some people like Stephanie and take time to love on yourself this year. And if you're, if that means that you need to work on yourself and work on things and reach out to Stephanie, if it's because you, you know, you know, you need to work on your network marketing, direct sales business that can even help with Stephanie and make sure to check us out as well. We have a new course that we just launched this January that will help you with your network marketing business as well. So if you're listening and you're like, I know I need to work a little bit on myself, but I also want to work on my business. We have the network marketing accelerator that just dropped. We're so excited about it. It's like, literally, I just joined a business all the way to, I have a team of you know 20,000 people. How do I lead them? So you're going to love this training and it's all done online. So you don't have to worry. You can go at your own pace. So you can find that at blessedmamabosses.com and you can find Stephanie at stephanielakebritt.com and we'll drop all the rest in the show notes below. Hey, before you leave us, make sure you give a shout out to Stephanie. If you learned anything from today, take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on Instagram at blessedmamabosses underscore and tag Stephanie as well. And we are so excited to have you share with us what you learned from today, because I know there was a ton of value. So Stephanie, thank you so much. We are so thankful you joined us. I think we're going to have to have you back every quarter. Well, to just like throw a different subject at you. Wonderful. (laughs) I would love it. I would love it. We would love it. All right, guys, have a great day. Make it a great day for others. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.blessedmamabossesgroup.com. We'll see you inside.